Welcome back to this glorious monstrosity that is my podcast. This episode is big and crazy. This is part one. Part two will be tomorrow. Part one is today. So, how are you today, gents? I'm good. I'm also doing well. Mr. Warren, Mr. Ballinger again. The consistency of the season is crazy. Mm. (laughs) So, I've got a lot of topics. First, we're going to talk about the Scooby-Doo and Courage the Cowardly Dog crossover. I can't believe they did it. But like... A year ago. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like something new, but apparently they did it a year ago. But they're showing it on Cartoon Network on October 7th, so... I got my popcorn ready for that one. Um, yeah. Just just a couple things. Um, one, I saw it was October 8th, so you might... If you're if you're like gonna rush home, you might look it up beforehand. October eighth. At what time? Seven. That's what I saw. I'll be at the KU game. Uh, well, that is significantly better. So. Well, he, you could just watch it before then because it's already come out, so it's, it's widely available. Um, I don't know. I just I just want to throw this out there. Uh, Braden Minnie called me, like in a tizzy last night, extremely excited. Mm-hmm. Um, to tell me about a movie that came out a year ago. I got the same phone call. And not <laughs> only was it a movie that came out a year ago. I didn't know. It but it was a, a Cartoon ago. Network original movie that came out a year ago. <laughs> a made-for-TV movie that's a year old. Now, not only was it a made-for-TV movie that was a year old on Cartoon Network, which is a shell of its former self. That is true. It was also a made-for-TV movie made for Cartoon Network, which is a shell of its former self about Courage the Cowardly Dog, which has not been a serialized television series for almost 20 years. (laughs) Okay, but like, this is crazy, and I didn't know they've already did it, because I don't have good service at my grandpa's, I can't Google stuff. You know, the the problem with Cartoon Network's strategy here is they're trying to tap into people's nostalgia. People loved Courage the Cowardly Dog in the 1990s and early 2000s. The problem is is that this film should have been made in the 1990s or early 2000s and not 2021. Yes, we we have a crossover event between uh, Scooby-Doo, who really hit his heyday in late 60s, -hmm. early 70s, and not that those those cartoons are still great, um, and a crossover between that and a cartoon that hit its heydays uh, twenty years ago. So not it's like not to say that they're bad cartoons, correct? But it's to say that the live action Freddie Prince Jr. Scooby Doo was significantly superior to the cartoon series in every way. What a funny movie! I don't know about every way, but the casting in that... Oh, it's perfect. Matthew Lillard as Shaggy is... I mean, no, that was meant to be an R-rated movie originally. Are you guys huh. talking about the live-action Scooby-Doo? From 2002, yes. Oh my god, no. You don't appreciate that movie? I you know, when it comes to post-9-11 movies, Scooby-Doo 2002 with Matthew Lillard and Freddie Prinze Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar and that one girl who played Velma... <laughs> what uh, a great movie. That movie sucks. I don't mean to insult her if she ever hears your podcast. I just forget her name. I The girl from Freaks and Geeks. Is that her? I think so. Velma? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was meant to be an R-rated movie. The guy who made uh, uh, The Suicide Squad penned the script. And originally, have you ever seen the Brady Bunch movie? 
No, I haven't. The Brady Bunch movie is a PG-13 movie. It's a parody of the Brady Bunch Warner Brothers made. I think Warner Brothers made. And a very, a very hard PG-13, very raunchy. And I think they were going that route with Scooby-Doo. And then Warner Brothers was like, flag on the play. We can't, uh, we can't make Scooby-Doo R-rated. So, Which tracks because it's Scooby-Doo, which made my childhood... And I really didn't like the live-action version. You know, when it comes to live-action, or not live-action, but when it comes to TV movies, Scooby-Doo, it's not even the Courage the Cowardly Dog crossover that I would call the best. You know what I would call the best? What? Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Okay, yeah, that movie slaps. Have you seen it? Yeah, I, yes. Mm. I, I mm. have. Okay, you know the monsters are real. Let me tell you, let me tell you. I used to have every Scooby-Doo movie on DVD ready to go at my disposal. And then at some I, point along the way, they got misplaced, and I can no longer find them. It really ticked me off. My parents didn't buy me DVDs. They put VHSs into the VHS player. Okay, that, that is equally as good. they uh, recorded them off cartoon. So I got all the old commercials, too. <laughs> that is equally as good. I think the only person that would say VHSs are equally as good as DVDs. Someone that didn't have to use VHSs. They, I didn't they mind had weird them. tracking as a kid. issues. Okay, they yeah, did. As a kid. They if did. You, if you're watching them on like those old CRT TVs, maybe it's very. Yeah, there's a nostalgia factor to totally. it. But the when it tracks weird, I and think you we get weird sound you, issues. You're a little older than me too, so you might have like grown up when VHSs weren't like. The quality wasn't as good. How old are you? I'm 28. Okay, not that much older, I guess. But still, I mean, like I grew three, up at three, the very tail yeah, tail end. Three years, and when it's, I'm pretty young to remember VHS, um, DVD that transition. So like, three years can can make a lot of difference there. Mm-hmm. I remember going into Dylan's when they had Dylan's Arc City when they had a. Uh, video store mm-hmm. um, kind of where the pharmacy is at now don't you miss video stores uh, kind of yeah that's the communal it's kind of I don't mean to get off on a tangent but it's kind of like the streaming versus movie theater experience I like going to movie theaters because it's there's like a communal spirit to it it's like you're experiencing something with other people you know mm-hmm. and then video stores you don't have video stores anymore when you had a video store even when I was a kid because that's like the only time I lived when video stores are still a thing. You go in, you talk to the video store guy, he recommends you a movie. That is a cool thing. Having that, uh, if your friend works there or yeah. some, even not your friend, just you know that you trust the uh, the taste of the video store guy and they could they could recommend stuff for you. Anywho, I remember going into Dylan's video store with my brother, my older brother, and uh, we were buying Star Wars Episode Two, uh, Attack of the Clones. Good movie. And it's underrated. They had it sitting in one of those cardboard marquee things. You know, they got all the the new videos there, and they had it on VHS and DVD. And I remember standing there and looking at it. And we had one DVD player in our house, mm-hmm. and a lot. Of VCRs, mm-hmm. and I was like, "We got to get this thing on V on VHS because I want to be able to watch it in my room." It was the and last Air- Star Wars movie on VHS? I think was really. It? I don't know. Could be. Wrong. I mean, that it would make sense. I would. That would 
makes sense to me because episode three came out what 2006 2007 five okay um but we bought it on dvd and uh i think i still have that dvd somewhere um and the, yeah, the quality difference is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can wear a VHS tape out if you watch it too much. Like you're, you're never going to wear a DVD out. I mean, you well, can set them down and scratch scratches, them. Yeah. But if you take care of it, you can you can watch. It. Like my my episode four v- VHS tape um, broke because I, I used it. I watched it so many times. I mean, I I inherited it from my older brothers who watched it a lot, and uh, my dad spliced it and put it back together and I was missing the first like 20 minutes of the movie. It is kind of depressing to think that there's n- no medium really that can permanently archive film. Like DVDs you could argue but they get scratched up. Yeah. Then what if Russia nukes our upper atmosphere and there's an EMP? Hmm? DVDs are gone. Yeah, film degrades, VHSs degrade, everything degrades. It's very sad. Everything. Dies. I think. Uh, Sorry, I, th- I think there is likely a group of people um, diligently working to um, collect hard copies. I would hope so. And also back up Put movies onto hard drives and store them in Faraday cages. I hope so. Um, I hope so cause because there's a lot of movies. If, if there's a nuclear war, the first thing we gotta do is protect the films. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know if that's the first thing. Okay, second thing. I'll let you choose. I'll let you choose what the first thing top is. Top five, definitely. <laughs> and you know that sounds like trite and like stupid because you would think there's like things beyond that. But like film is really like a cultural building thing. You know, like we look at people look at history the way they look at history because of movies like. I don't know, just all the World War II movies that came out. Like, people have a view of... People have a view of... For example, how the Nazis... This is getting pretty heavy for A Courage the Cowardly Dog podcast. Yeah. I mean, like... People have a view of how, like, the book burnings were done in Germany because of... Seriously. Like, they've, they've, like, researched this. Because of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And uh huh, and people have a view of like what uh, I don't know. I'm looking at all these movies up on my board right now. People have a view of uh, okay, not a lot of these movies. How they have a view of how animated rats cook of uh, Christ's crucifixion seriously because of the Passion of the Christ and how impactful visually that movie was. Or I guess yeah, Ratatouille, how rats cook. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, there's our ratatouille reference. It's anyway, in every we've, we've gone on a ten, I've gone on a ten minute tangent. I'm sorry. Courage the cowardly dog, Braden. Tell us more about that. So like, I remember watching that when it came on TV as as a kid. Courage. And that show really messed me up as a kid. But that show is a banger of a show. It is so good. It is good. I love it. But that show is terrifying. You know. I remember. You become an adult when you realize that Eustace was right. Well, like... No, I'm kidding. I mean, not all all the way right, but you know. I was joking. Anywho, so I went over to my good friend Colby's the other day. You both know him. Minson? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking to our two listeners when you said you both. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't think your wife knows Colby. She knows of Colby. You need to oh. advertise this show more around the school. Yeah. I... I need to print off more posters. Yes, I know. Anywho, back to what I was saying. 
Colby and I, a while back, was rewatching Courage the Coward the Dog a bunch of because there was the DVD with a bunch of old Cartoon Network shows: Johnny Bravo, Courage the Cowardly Dog, a bunch of these old shows. I'm gonna sneeze, Braden. Well, like, please don't. Try not to. Anywho, we were rewatching Courage the Coward the Dog, and we realized this show is terrifying. How we survived it as a child, we didn't know. But this show is a banger, and I love it. Anywho, I just thought of something while you two were talking about that. Okay. <laughs> I realized the best fourth wall breaking in all of Cartoon Network history was when Shaggy realized they wear the same clothing every day. Because I don't remember what episode or mo- Scooby-Doo movie it was, but it was all the gang in the van, the mystery machine, driving, and the girls realized Shaggy didn't pack the luggage. They were like, oh my god, you don't have the luggage. What the heck, man? And he was like, well, like, we wear the same clothes every day, so it doesn't really matter. And I was like, holy cow, this is crazy. Dear gosh. It was like, whoa. Anywho, we're going to take an ad break, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back, but, like, the ad didn't happen after that segment because we're too small of a podcast, I guess. We're not good enough. That's fine, Spotify. See how you work. Anywho, that's all jumbled up. Anywho, um, we're going to move on. What was the other topic I told you about, Mr. Warren? You told me we were going to talk about... Oh, sorry. You told me you were going to talk about old Disney movies, which I'm going to let you define what old is. Like, like a year. No, there was an there was another topic I told you about before we were gonna digress to that. There was two topics. Oh, I remember. Okay, I want you guys' opinion on the Sharknado movies and how they suck. What does that have to do with Disney? Well, that is the other topic. This is this topic I thought about yesterday. So, so we're gonna talk about Disney another time. Is that with the uh, on the part two? This is part one. Oh, okay. Well. I don't know. I, I guess the first one's okay. I think. Uh, I think Sharknado. That that's a uh, sci sci-fi movie, right? Sci-fi Channel. Yeah, I believe so. So I think uh, you could kind of look at it like the Sci-Fi Channel as a whole. Uh, at some point, it was it was good. Good, somewhat good, at least original and fun. Mm-hmm. And now Star- it's Stargate just and all that. crazy, over the top, and. I can't think of a good thing that's come out of Sci-Fi Channel in several years. Okay, okay, let me just interrupt here. The new show that was on the Sci-Fi Channel, but they took it off for some reason, which I'm really steamed about, Hmm. because I love this show, Resident Alien. Was it an alien? Yes. I've never heard of such a show. It's an alien that crashes his ship on Earth and has to survive. He kills a guy and... takes looks like him blends in da, 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 da. this kid has some trait that they that the kid can see the alien in his true form no matter what oh. so he knows he's an alien he freaks out like oh my gosh it's an alien is this like, sci-fi, it's crazy is this sci-fi channel when it was spelled sci-fi or s-y-f-y s-f-f-y s-c-i-f-i no S-Y-F-Y. Yeah. Bad sci-fi channel. I'm sure it's a terrible movie. Sorry. It is a great show. It's a banger. Hmm. 
but they don't have it on the Sci-Fi Channel anymore. Braden, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Mm-hmm. Like, what category? Or any. I have a lot of favorite movies. You gotta get a category, you gotta get a t- you gotta get a category. What, t- what category? Drama. Drama. I don't watch a lot of drama movies. Okay, action. Action? Probably... Ooh. Probably. What's the movie? Ooh. Ooh. Action. I really don't. I gotta think about that. I don't really watch a lot of. I watch romance movies. Wrong. It's Transformers. (laughs) Favorite romance? Yeah. What's your favorite romance? Uh, Probably A Silent Voice. Nope. Pearl Harbor. (laughs) Pearl Harbor? (laughs) Maybe Armageddon. Are these romance movies? Armageddon's beautiful. (laughs) Okay. Armageddon makes grown men cry. I really don't remember it. I need to go back and rewatch a lot of these movies on your board. Yeah. Like, actually, I I recently rewatched all the How to Train Your Dragon movies. Those are kind of romances, aren't they? I mean, like, you get to watch Hickstrid become a thing. Yes, I'm one of those people. If you don't like it, deal with it. I'll deal. Because I ship Hiccup and Astrid. I need you to know that. (laughs) Anywho, (laughs) Mr. Warren has this really confused look on his face right now. (laughs) So anyway, back to the topic at hand. Sharknado. Uh, I didn't care for the first one, and I hate the rest. They all suck, and I don't like them. I think the first one's good as like a, you know watch with your friends tongue-in-cheek kind of movie no i didn't even like watching it with my friends i didn't even uh -uh. well i didn't have a lot of friends back then either so that's all right what did you think of sharknado i mr warren uh i've watched the first and second one i think um with my mother um what'd she think she liked the first couple my mom is likes really random movies um, and that was kind of a, that movie is kind of a guilty pleasure for her. She liked it, even though she knows it's not good. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt about it. It's a fun, just s- cheesy, stupid movie. You know, I think people really discount. That's a good point. Movie like you can enjoy a movie and know it's not a good movie. Yes, one of I haven't watched it in a long time. But one of my favorite movies I used to watch a lot um, is not a good movie. Um, is Commando with Arnold mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger. I know what you're it saying. Is, it, it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. It is a really short movie, and it is just like cheesy action and like one-liners the entire movie, and it's just – it encapsulates Arnold Schwarzenegger perfectly. It is – it's just – Arnold. The whole movie is Arnold. If if you boiled everything out of an Arnold movie and just left the essence of Arnold, it would be Commando. The, like the final scene is like twenty minutes of him flexing with a machine gun, and and then it cutting to the other side and people like just falling over dead or like grenades blowing up. It just it's crazy. And then he says what's one of the best one-liners. I think in all of movies where he uh, impales the villain with a uh, pipe and the pipe sticks into a uh, like a steam furnace 
and the steam's coming out of the end of the pipe and he goes, let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> Just this man, Arnold, let me tell you, out of control. Great line. So, we're on Arnold Schwarzenegger now. <laughs> oh. So, what are your opinions on Kindergarten Cup? Don't like it. Why? A cop can never be a kindergarten teacher. Shout out to all our kindergarten teachers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your opinions, Mr. Warren, on kindergarten cops? I'm sure a cop could be a kindergarten teacher. Don't want to offend the cops out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a fine movie. I, I don't. I haven't seen it in a few years. Um, I remember enjoying it, but I don't know what happens in what, it. What's so your that opinion kind of on Babe Pig in the City? Babe, what? Uh, the film Babe Pig in the City. Babe Pig in the City. Pig. Pig. Pig? I've never seen that movie. Neither have I. <laughs> Fun fact: I had that on uh, VHS. Back to the VHS topic. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the nice ones in the plastic sleeves. So ah, he's a yeah. pig in the city. The rich man over yeah. here. You know, not all of us could have had as wealthy childhoods like me, but. <laughs> Uh, whenever we got Babe Pig in the City. He's a pig in the city. Yeah, we were living high on the hog. See what I did? No! <laughs> no! Uh, actually, my wife and I had this conversation last night um, about movies, and I remember my dad telling me, this is what started it. I remember my dad telling me that like VHS tapes in the 80s were like 300-ish dollars to, no. buy, to buy a... Like a movie. You mean the machine? You can, no, the tape. I don't believe it for the, one second. The, uh, <laughs> the like theatrical release I'm movies. I'm looking that up, actually. I don't believe that. Theatrical release movies were like How much? silly expensive in the early 80s. So it looked like 1980 uh, or 82. How much were VHS tapes in the 80s? First result. Let's see. So like you could buy blank tapes for really cheap, but the actual movies were really expensive. According to Google... Well, that, they're talking about blank tapes. Hold on. In 1985, the closeout sale price of a new VHS movie was $50 U.S. Now, inflation. <laughs> Let's go to inflationcalculator.com. Anywho, I, lo- I started looking at it because I, too, was like, this is completely ludicrous. Um, and it was because pe- they did like theatrical re-releases and if someone owns the VHS tape they thought well they won't come to the movies also they won't go to rental stores if if the movie is up. $20 people will not go in 1985 a $50 item was $137 so maybe your dad wasn't too far off that's crazy but i i think it was to encourage people to go to VHS stores and go back to theatrical re-releases um, because well but they, if you buy the VHS, you get one. They get the money one time. There's you can a, you show it to friends. I, I think the way they were doing it in the mid-2000s to 2020, basically, where it was a movie is in theaters. If it's a big movie, you had movies in theaters for almost a year sometimes. I don't know if you remember this before COVID. Avatar was in theaters for almost a year. Top Gun Maverick? It's still in, it's still it's in still theaters. There. It's been yeah. in theaters since May, and it's still in theaters. It's still at Cali. That that'll probably be out soon. But I mean, it's the first movie I can think of that's been in theaters this long since COVID. And 
like Transformers was in theaters for almost a year. Avatar was in theaters for almost a year. Pirates of the Caribbean was in theaters for almost a year. And then, yeah, I think it's appropriate that after that you do have a home release because like, people want to have that archive of film. Yeah. And now you have streaming and it's just not the same. And I feel like the quality of movies is going down because streaming's oh, cheaper. Certainly. I, I mean, we've talked, I think we've talked about Top Gun Maverick on this, this podcast, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's. I was a little hesitant, I was not on the hype train. But I, I've watched, since watched it, and it is extremely good. And it's one of those rare movies that I think deserves six months in the movie theater. Like, sure. It's not only is it good; it's it's on IMDb's top two hundred and fifty in the in under a hundred. Um, it's one of those movies that's actually fun to watch. Mm-hmm. A lot of the quote unquote best movies of all times are not fun to watch movies, mm-hmm. and that's one of those rare movies that is fun. And what's one of the movies on their top 250 that you wouldn't consider fun to watch, though? Oh, got to top that. 250? Godfather. I mean, if you just look at, like, the you top 10, there's Godfather, Godfather Part 2. Hold on. Uh, We're pulling it up. Okay. We'll just we'll just talk about movies. We're going to – this is a topic I'm sorry, for, Braden. It's fine. This is – we're going we're gonna to do top 250 at some point. Oh, well, here's but, a, here's a but we'll just say uh, – Shawshank Redemption is a fun movie to watch. I love that movie. It is. Godfather isn't that fun, but I appreciate it for what it is. Dark Knight's a fun movie. The same movie, Godfather Part Two, basically. Never actually seen Twelve Angry Men. I don't like Schindler's List. Schindler's List is not fun to watch. I I think it's a fine movie, but it's not fun to watch. Uh, fun movie, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Pulp Fiction's a fun movie. I don't like Tarantino, but Lord of the Rings One is fun. Yeah. Good, bad, the ugly is overrated. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Is it nine out of ten good? <laughs> No, Fight Club is uh, better than. I mean, I feel like Fight Club belongs in the top ten. I don't Matrix think, good. Yeah, Matrix is good. I, I don't think Fight Club is a fun movie to watch either. Like, oh. It's a, it's a good movie, but it, I'm not gonna sit down and just watch it for. I am just to just to. Oh, I want a lighthearted movie. I'm when, watching Fight when Club. I get, look, when I get home from work, long day. First thing I think, it's Fight Club night. Anywho, <laughs> so one of these days in the near future, we're going to come back to IM something, whatever it's called. IMDb. And we're going to make a tier list of the movies on that list. Are we? We are. Okay. So we're going to save that for later. So Sharknado. It sucks. I hate it, and it really sucks. What more can be said? Don't watch it. It's bad. Unless you like cheesy, stupid movies like that. Well, sometimes you're just in the mood for cheese. I think we should uh, all, on on our uh, break from this week to next week, uh, like think of ideas on how to rate movies. Because I think a movie should have two ratings. I think it should have a good rating, like... Looking at these movies, um, Lion King. Okay, Lion King. Mm-hmm. S- some people say it's extremely good. Right? It is. It is. It is pretty. The story is good. Um, the the content in the movie is good. And then I think there should be a fun factor. 
that is a separate rating. I agree. Because, like like I was saying, Commando on goodness is like a one out of five, but it's like a, a four out of five on fun. I suppose my board of GOAT films is controversial to some people. But I will say this. Uh, many people would say Michael Bay's 2007 hit movie, Transformers, starring Shia LaBeouf and Josh Duhamel and Megan Fox, doesn't belong on this list. But I will counter that argument with this. What makes a movie great? Hmm? Hmm? Is it the artsiness of it or is it the impact that it leaves on society? Now, tell me this. How many cars do you see people driving that look like Bumblebee? Can I interject? Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so we're running out of time, so I'm going to make this quick. We're not running out of time. I don't know. This is a podcast. You can take as much time as you want. This is true. Plus, we got part two. But anywho, I don't know what makes other movies great, but I know what made Lion King one of my favorite movies. Pumbaa. Well, I'm not going to go there. I will, because Pumbaa is the best character in the whole movie. If you disagree, you're not human. I guess I'm not human. (laughs) Who's your favorite character? I guess Simba. I don't know. Simba? Yeah, what a Chad. My favorite my favorite character is Scar. You know, when you really think about it, Simba got to <laughs> what? have... What? I don't, I don't like lying. Simba got to have lie. his cake and eat it, too. He got to run away and do nothing for 20 years, and then when he decided he wanted to be king again, he went back, slapped his uncle, and took the throne. That was it. <laughs> slapped his uncle. Okay, okay. Simba got, like, the best life ever. He didn't look... Uh, he watched uh, his dad die! I guess he learned a lesson, but yeah, well... Don't die? Is Muf- that the lesson? Mufasa was pretty old anyway. I am losing my stuff right now. This is crazy. Pumbaa's the best character. Simba's a Chad. Simba knows what he wants and he takes it. Okay, this is where we end part one. Oh, okay. Because I'm outraged right now. Look, Brayden, thank you for having me. You're welcome. I can't wait for part two. I think we should... Let it hit 17 minutes. Okay, you'll be... We, tomorrow morning, we're making part two, so tune in tomorrow. Okay. And then you two... Next, well, Mr. Ballinger, next week, will not have to do one of these. Oh, are you kicking me this, off because I no, get off on tangents? No, no, just, just listen. Uh, this conversation. Sunday, I'm going to Mr. Warren's. I'm going to make an episode with his wife and possibly him. If he's there. Someone has to watch our kids. Oh, yeah, because you're like a dad. That's crazy. Anywho. So you won't have to do this next week, Mr. Bounder. Man. You can if you want. You can if you want. We'll see, I guess. But anywho, that's all for today. Tune in tomorrow for part two for Disney movies. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.